Welcome to Dancing in Your Head, exploring the outer limits of the music with your hosts, Dan and Nell, and special guest today we have Isaac. Isaac Smith, who is joining us from, well, we were in Wellington for a while, but then uh, left and spent many years in Sri Lanka. Is that correct? Yes, that's true. (laughs) Um, So what are we going to be doing today, Isaac? So while I was in Sri Lanka, I had, I was very blessed to have the opportunity to meet and make music um, with some wonderful musicians there and uh, Sri Lanka is a very different culture and we were all connected with this little music school that we were all working at every day and we liked working at this music school not necessarily because we liked teaching music but because we liked being around each other all the time and um, some very strong friendships were formed and many bands were formed and many projects and collaborations so I hope to share some work from from that period where we were, we were all making music together and also one or two kind of solo pieces. Cool. That sounds absolutely wonderful, Isaac. Um, maybe, well, why don't we just kick it off? You can tell us, do you want to introduce the first thing you want to play? Yes, this is a, this, this is a live recording of a group called uh, Amoral Compass, which we put together for a music festival in 2014. It features uh, bassist Ufindu Pereira and... Uh, myself on electric drums and actually John White is playing keyboards and vocals and my friend Shafni, uh, friend Shafni Awam is also doing vocals on this one. This comes from our record um, Beetle Leaf Space Suit and it's called Eating Fried Chips slash Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Shedding a truth, different to me, 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 different to me,
Compass, all the way from Colombo. Yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, when was that recorded? Us? So that was recorded. Actually, that was recorded. We only played one gig as a band, yeah. and because uh, it was only put together for a festival, and then but we decided to make a little recording. All of the other tunes, actually, I um, I spent a year putting that record together, sort of in post production, and that was the only tune that I didn't. Do anything to actually that's played live. Oh, and uh, is that your favorite one? It's my favorite one, and it was actually how I envisaged the band to sound, but we couldn't really get all the other tunes to sound like mm, that. It was great, amazing. So, John White, some listeners might know of some of John White's projects that he's been involved in in New Zealand before. Yeah. Do you want to list them, Isaac? Um, I don't, uh, well, he, <laughs> me star, John, yes, things, the blueness, the blueness. What about, um. Mental Health Triangle. Yeah. John White. <laughs> uh, he was in Cloudboy. Cloudboy, that's right. Yeah. So he came over and visited you in Sri Lanka for a bit? Yes, he came over to visit, and that was really great. We were quite fortunate to have a number of um, remarkable musicians from uh, the Wellington creative music community come and visit me. And mm. I was also there with another New Zealander, Sum Sorowera, who's also Sri Lankan. And... Yeah, John White was great because he was up for playing lots of music and hanging out. And mm. um, yeah, that was a very good time when John was there. So we put this little group together. And um, a group like that, where would what where would you play in Sri Lanka? Well, we'd mostly just play at Music Matters, which every second Friday or Saturday there was an experimental music night. So people were putting bands together and, um, you know, Trying things out, and that was such a really, really nice time. Actually, there was the the function of that place was to to facilitate kind of loud music, but then after a while it got quieter, and uh, yeah. So, but it was great. It was a really, really nice time, and we would all go for cups of tea at six o'clock, and we would uh, hassle each other's playing. Like, <laughs> hey, what are you doing when you play the guitar? You need to think about this thing. There are other things you need to think about. What are you doing when you play the bass? You know, I don't understand what you're doing. <laughs> these things so we did that for many years and very strong friendships were formed and lots of bike riding you know it was great it was cool. really yeah it's a beautiful time so that the place that you played music matters was the was also the music school where you were teaching yeah. yes it was also a music school which from two to at six would sort of it was a very small two-story apartment with a very narrow hmm. 
staircase in the middle of it, which miraculously, no, there was no catastrophes on the staircase, <laughs> except for the odd time when your heel would get caught underneath the next that step. But that's it. Like, and uh, the whole place was sort of like sound proofed in a particular way. We had very gener- uh, like gracious neighbours next door who were. Yeah, I don't know how they did that for all of those years because two to two to six was loud and chaotic and um but then after everyone after the children would leave we would all there would always be lots of music happening as mm. a kind of form of it felt like these kids were just so intense and so full on that uh, the only thing to do at the end of it was uh, to play music and then go for a cup of tea so <laughs> <laughs> so it was really good sounds like a good schedule what's next up there man Next up is another band called O, which has this group also has John White in it and has a very one of my favourite guitarists on the planet, Sarani Pereira, who was with us at that time, and a nice drummer there, Harshan Gallagher, and uh, actually also perhaps one of my most favourite musicians ever, Surukumara Singer. He was he was living in the jungle. He's sort of Sri Lanka's only sonic artist really, and at that time really the only person exploring sound and listening. And he he sort of mixed and mastered this recording. Yeah, this was his little pet project, and it's called O. Oh. This one is called Two. Cool.
So that was... That was O, oh, featuring Sarani Pereira on guitar, Suru Kumara Singha on electronics, John White on keyboard and vocals, and Harshan Gallagher on the drums. And what were you doing on that? I wasn't doing anything on that. Ah, that I was... This the, yeah. I was... That, uh, they did that thing. Yeah, that's what cool. they were up to. Um, what would people... Uh, those Sri Lankan... That reminded me a little bit of boredoms, let's say, and that kind of very washy stuff with some kind of driving rhythmic thing. Would you, people in Colombo be aware of boredoms and listen widely to stuff like that, or where no. does this music come from? Uh, for, them? for them, I think that music came from uh, them trying to get a sort of an understanding of free form improvising and I think at this stage Harishan hadn't quite figured out the sort of subtleties of playing out of time so I think it was shortly after this he had a big breakthrough and he stopped playing drum beats and just sort of did other things so this is kind of on the border it took a few years for everyone in that community to kind of um, get the hang of sort of not playing in a with rhythmic structures or within a kind of like a pulse that took some time for to break up, for them to break up. But once the community manages, once it just takes one person, everybody sort of like just falls over, and then yeah, and then everything sort of moves on in a different way. And, and um, so this was from a period because actually a, a lot of these developments actually didn't happen from the drums in the community; they happened from other instruments, from Sarani spending lots of time by himself working on a guitar concept, or a suru. He lives a little bit out of Colombo in a place called Kalania. It's next to a big river. And he would just spend a lot of time listening. And also, he, when I met him, for, and also for a few years onwards, that we we spent time together, maybe in those early early two years of our friendship, he was working a lot with generative synthesis. Uh, after that, he got really into field recordings, and then he sort of found this incredibly beautiful way of, sort of combining the two together. Now he's, his focus is mostly listening and how listening and perception and the nature of the human nervous system and how listening can serve as a sort of a more subtle way of acknowledging the way in which we relate to each other and, and our experience as human beings. But at that time he was mostly just like making sounds, using synthesizers and things like that. Is this the guy who lives in the forest? Yes, yes. Oh yeah, cool. Nice place to mm. live nice place to and listen. listen. Yeah. Um, what's, what's what else? So next up, <laughs> I'd like to play. This is a actually this is a very special recording uh, for me in a sentimental kind of way. I'm very grateful and blessed in this lifetime to have a twin sister, mm. and she came over to visit me, and we decided she was only around for five weeks, but we decided to make some music together and do a little recording, and that was at the start of something different for both of us. I think this is a big transformative experience for both of us. And uh, this is called Noon. Noon means twin in Sinhala, which is the main uh, language that's spoken in Sri Lanka by the Buddhist-speaking population there. And this one is called An Exercise in Healing. We 
one So your wonderful twin, Emily Smith, has some great musical projects based in Dunedin, eh? Yes, yes. She's living in Dunedin at the moment. She's playing in this magnificent band called The Negative Nancys. And I'm also blessed and very grateful at the moment to be playing with the Orchestra of Spheres. And we shared a bill with them a few weeks ago in Dunedin. And this was a really great show. They Mm -hmm. were really great. Actually, we played with them in Omaru, too. We did. And... Mm -hmm. Yeah, Emily, I since after I think for this for her this was a um I think she came back with a sort of renewed fire for for music and for uh, as a musician music can offer 
very interesting pathway or pathway or pathways for self-development and the unseen is you can't see music we can only feel it we know of its existence because it affects us in a way which we don't understand and uh, for my sister and also for myself I think from this project we both as she departed and I departed I remember having a big cry at the airport I haven't really cried out there for a while but I think this really opened up uh, separate pathways for both of us from this project onwards and I think we both you know it's an important moment is there something playing music with a twin which is like uh, you know people say there's you know twins share a whatever you call that (laughs) telepathic link potentially do you find playing music with your twin sister is uh, different to playing with other people yes definitely Uh, this project was a bit different I was really supportive of her in this project now she's a force and so playing the music with her now is I have to really support myself because she really (laughs) goes for it so playing music with her is a great opportunity Mm. for many things beautiful music making and also sort of strengthening in different ways Nice. I'd like to play this next track is a little bit longer. We might not play all of it. Uh, also, during my time in Colombo, we had the wonderful Rosie Langebeer come and stay with us for five weeks. And she was also another wonderful person who came. And because of her presence, she enabled lots of different music to happen. And this is very special for us. And we decided during the month that she was there that we would have a residency at a small cafe called Hansa Coffee House. It was very big on hosting us in our creative music endeavours. And this was a, this is a quartet of Asuru Kumarasinghe, myself, another wonderful musician called Kei Watanabe, and Rosie. And it's um, we just basically made sort of improvised sound art music. And we played there every Wednesday for a month, and we recorded each one of them. And this is one called Mirror 3. And I might not play all of it because it's very long, but uh, yes, here we go.
Mm-hmm. 
So that's Magic Love Mirrors, recorded live at a cafe in Colombo. Yes, that's right. A cafe called Hansa Coffee House. Which is, uh, you were saying, about the size of this wee room we're in, which is <laughs> a couple of metres by a couple of metres. Wow, yeah. really? And so how many musicians involved in that? Four? There were four. Mm. And we were sort of placed in different parts of the room. Oh, nice. Just so that there was some also places for people to sit. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the coffee house was very, very generous in having us there. They, um, we were actually allowed to... We were allowed to do whatever we wanted, and, and they were totally up for it. You know, so, cool. Um, I think... This must have been the second time we played there. We would rehearse in that. We would rehearse during the week and come and play this gig on a Wednesday. And yeah, I, this is this band was really nice for, for a number of reasons. Um, one of the musicians in this group, Kay Watanabe, had um, she had sort of just arrived out of nowhere. The, situ- the gender situation in Sri Lanka is very different from the way that it is here and um, it's not so much about opportunity but I think it's more about possibility for the way in which w- women are encouraged to participate in society and slowly this is changing it's easier for the English speaking Sri Lankan crowd than it is for the Sinhala or the Tamil or the Muslim speaking crowd but um, this group I really felt um, ignited also something in Kay where she was having particular sensitivities and a very, very sensitive person and this particular group enabled her to sort of explore these sensitivities in a safe way and I, I think we all learned from each other in a, in a, very, in a very nice way because I mean I, I don't think music like this had, had really been made before by not by myself. This was a new. I, this was a new band for me. I hadn't made music like this before, and didn't really know how to make it with others. Hmm. So we were all sort of doing it together, and especially with lots of people. Somehow, the music was very coherent, and the feeling of the music was very genuine. Hmm. Um, um, there's quite a lot of bells in your tracks you're playing today. Are there are bells quite a part of the soundscape in Sri Lanka generally, would you say, or is that just a coincidence? Well, I think it's also a coincidence, but the bells are a big soundscape. The Hindu temples have remarkable remarkable bells, and those structures are incredible. They're mind-blowing buildings, incredible mind-blowing buildings, and the Buddhist temples also have bells. Uh, There are four sort of major religions there that are sort of practiced, and that's uh, Buddhism and Christianity, Hinduism and Islam. And actually, it's very interesting where we were in Slave Island towards the end because there was a, a temple next to the school and a couple of mosques around down the road, a very big Katharagama Hindu temple around the corner. And there was also lots of churches around. So, I mean, it's very it's diverse in this way. There's lots of things going on. Um, this next track is, from, uh, is a solo piece of mine. Uh, this is the last kind of work that I did. Um, very, very good friend of mine, Sumadhi Sorawira, who I was working with in Sri Lanka, went to Berlin for a conference. The Goethe Institute was funded him to do it. 
And he asked me what I wanted, and I said I wanted a synthesizer. So he brought back a small synthesizer for me. And at this point, I was also playing lots of. I was playing a lot around with Max MSP, which is a visual programming language for sound design. And this this piece is called Vristricker.
You're listening to Dancing in Your Head on Pai Kakriki FM, and our special guest today is the one and only Isaac Smith, whose music, uh, his own music and his music selections have been playing today, and that was a piece Isaac made in his office at the um, music school. He was uh, teaching it in Colombo in between classes for 10 or 15 minutes before racing down again to do some more teaching. Is that right, Isaac? Yes, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fantastic. Mm. Sounded to me like a time-stretched bell, and it sounded, what did it sound like to you? I was thinking of buzzing flies, (laughs) making really nice figure of eight and other kind of patterns flying Mm. around. Interesting. But I was also thinking about your cool little synthesizer that I know you used for that piece, which is a really nice little synth. So, a couple more tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> the two last pieces uh, were a collaboration with, again, one of my favourite friends and guitarists, Sarani Pereira. This was... Um, this project formed in a bid because we found ourselves at these dance parties in the South Coast. We would get invited to them as we were musicians, and the music was always so terrible. And we thought to ourselves, oh, I think we could probably do. I think we could probably do this scene a bit of a service by making some music. And so we decided, like, yeah, okay, let's just make some music, and someone will invite us to a party, and we can play. So we put this little. We would also we'd also go on big bike rides together. This was. Sarani and I bonded through bike riding. I bought a bike and biked everywhere. We would bike for hours, right onto the city. And and we were here, he had um, some cousins that lived very far away, but we would often bike out to visit them. This is a little duo called Tomcat and Megum, where we shared uh, reason files with each other. And this one is called A Mental Dreams. It features, again, a very dear friend of mine, Shafni Awan.
stories for when the news runs out. Leather and feet come in handy for God knows what. Mainstream, brain cream, mouses up. Stick dick in a rose just to see how it feels. Break your pair hearts, bleeding chills all over body parts. Skipping stones over shiny roofs. Reflecting skies with an illuminous. Womp, womp, womp. Fairy feathers and peacock eyes. Could in the lake, this Muller's monkey madness. A spunky swag might eat the oohs. But talk and dedicate two bars, maybe more. So smooth, thought he had it the first time Got stuck on the foreplay, saved the savory for next time Next time, came out with a lane, but with t-shirts and hair looks Glad we hung out, outside, soaking wet Squeeze spine soft, hoping that Trickle, trickles, before it slips into a pickle Sorry, didn't mean to sour things up Still got the dream dream, to butter things up Next time at the party, move smooth, aguacate Didn't slip into a pickle, ship it frost, icicle Yeah. So that was you and that was me and Sadani, and we would be uh, just trading some files from a particular program that we we're working with, and we would uh, eventually we got invited to some dance parties, which we would just put a playlist on of the music that we'd already made, and cool. it was mostly about dancing to our own music. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, okay. Cool. Nice sound. Yeah. Lovely. I can fade. Yeah. This next one is the same project from the next album that we were urged to make another one after this one. This was a small four-track EP that we put together just for fun. But the last one was a much more of a collaborative effort. This one features uh, a Tamil singer and artist called Rolex Rasathi, um, who there was a who had come over from from New York actually on a fellowship grant and. Uh, she got involved with what we were doing, and we recorded this little tra- this little track with her, and we put it together. Cool. It's called Thirsty. Thank you, Isaac. Thanks, Isaac Smith. And we shall uh, be back next time on Dancing in Your Hair. Sex aside, a lot of jokes 